to me. I know we got to do this, but I ain't trying to be here all day. Yeah, me either. We need a code word. Yeah. Yeah. So what? what's, what's the word? Welcome to We Need a Code Word with Aisha and Jess. Our podcast is a blend of wit, wisdom, and the whimsical in our everyday. It's where humor meets depth, and Cabbage Patch might mean more than my favorite go-to dance at the function. What? I'm Aisha. And I'm Jess. And today's code word is Tubman's, as in those dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> we are <laughs> we, <laughs> we are excited to talk to you today about um, couples, finances, and the importance of creating a safe space to talk to your partner about money. So, um, so Tubman, yeah, yes. And today's topic of couples finance. Uh, as we think about it, we actually want to share a strategy with y'all that we use called the Money Summit. Yeah, so the the Money Summit. Um, let's kind of explain what it is and like why we why we use it. Yep. So let's start with what it is. So a Money Summit is a dedicated time, um, usually quarterly for us, where we sit down and take stock of our financial situation. It's also a place for us to dream and um, kind of re reset as needed um, around things related to, <clears throat> you know, the opportunities and uh, experiences that our finances um, can provide us. So we review our bank accounts, our insurance policies, debt, um, and we discuss our financial goals, um, dreams, things we want to see in the world um, because of what we're able to do together. So, but why are we talking about this? Um, well, Aisha is uh, studying to be a financial planner and is currently a financial coach. Yep. And is just a finance geek and like regular <laughs> stuff. Finance um, geek. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one. Um and I'm someone who is really interested and in, um, invested in processes and helping people um, be their the best versions of themselves. And so I love a good tool. And so we decided to, you know, be in conversation about something that we're using actively um, together and hope it's a resource for you as well. Yeah, and I think like early in our relationship, we understood, you know, we we understood like we both had good credit and we valued, you know, being um, financially secure, savings, investments, minimal debt, all of that. But what we struggled with was blending our different philosophies together. Um, sticking points were you know, things around prenuptial agreements or postnuptial agreements, or do we have one bank account or do we keep our individual bank accounts? And if we kept our individual bank accounts, well, what does that mean about like our shared goals? Like, are we just two 
individual people living in a house or are we actually building together? And if we are building together, then we need transparency. Yeah. You know, I would say <clears throat> the journey for both of us to get to um, credit, good credit, savings, investments, debt, minimal debt was, you know, personal and also, you know, for, I'll speak for myself. Like I had to um, undo a lot of shame and stories that I told myself about money and that was a whole, you know, that was a journey. And so I think like the next level was to do that with someone. And so, yeah, like it took us a while to figure out our rhythm. Um, and we felt like once we learned about what money summits were, it was a great practice space um, to help us continue to do that work, but like as a unit. Yeah, because, you know, I think you said something real we, we we didn't neither one of us came from a background where money was spoken talked about talked about in the in the home so yeah. we we didn't even have models that we could adopt from our family and if people did have practices they weren't talking okay. about it yeah um so we we had we're like making it up mm -hmm. right uh and instead of recreating the wheel we decided to adopt um something that we got out of a conversation while we were taking our son to to college and we you know happened to book a bed and a black owned bed and breakfast in Durham North Carolina uh Moorhead Manor um and we we had the opportunity to talk with the innkeepers Monica and Daniel Edwards and really asked them about their journey mm -hmm. to uh, build in their bed and breakfast because that was something we were interested in as well. We knew real estate is yeah. a great investment. However, we knew we didn't want to be traditional landlords in any type of, mm -hmm. you know, in the traditional sense of like a single family home and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And and even in them telling their story, well, they were telling their story and they just mentioned, you know, one day they were having a money summit and then discovered X, Y, and Z. And I actually stopped listening after that because I was like, what is a money summit that you were having with your husband? And and then she just mentioned that it was a, a meeting that they would have to talk about their finances. And I just love that. Um, and so we, again, with our interests, and where we were coming from, uh, we wanted to take the idea and make it our own. And so, you know, I also find that I'll bring it up to people. Similarly to the way that um, Monica Edwards, the one of the innkeepers, uh, introduced it to us. Just, you know, casually. And people always perk up, particularly, you know, couples. And we talk a little bit about what we do. And so we wanted to just share that here. Um yeah, so let's just walk through like the typical agenda for our money summits. Um, first of all, you got to set the mood, right? Because money is not necessarily a sexy subject. So you have to get in the mood. For us, that makes sure we have to make sure we're fed, we're caffeinated. Um, we have a quiet place in the house, it's usually in the living room. Um, 
we burn some candles. Maybe it's the money candle that we got from the house of hoodoo. Um, play some soft music in the background. Jess is really the one that's in charge of setting the vibe. She's the chief vibe curator in the relationship. Right, I will take that. <laughs> um, I would I would also say we typically have our money summits on the earlier side of the day. Um, you know, by the afternoon, you're already thinking about other things. And so to have this accomplished early in the day, you know, makes you feel... It might even shift what happens the rest of the weekend, but we definitely um, host them early in the day. Uh, and the next, so the first 30 to 45 minutes is really spent reviewing um, your bank account. But wait, okay. a little bit more about the practice, right? Yes. Because before we jump oh. into our money summits, we have a ritual. Either it's we pray together um, asking God to come in the center. In the miss in being the a budget. <laughs> make your way, inshallah. Amen. Be in the midst of us. Or like this last money summit, we did a little dance to like remind ourselves like, hey, we on the same team. Yeah. How'd it go? How'd it go? I, I, I don't like on the same. Oh, yeah. On the same. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> So, yeah, so we set the mood and we create the space to be able to dive into looking at our finances. And so the first 30 to 45 minutes is spent reviewing our bank accounts and updating our balances in a, a separate spreadsheet, a, a shared spreadsheet, rather. So that means I'm going through pulling up all my bank accounts, um, all my credit card statements, um, things that I and responsible for looking at my investment accounts, things that are under my name. I'm putting them all in a column that is mine that lists, you know, what's happening in each account. So I'm doing that. And then we're also um, going over our insurance policies, making sure that we are prepared if there's a renewal coming up, making sure that we're adequately covered, seeing if things have changed since we first um, wrote up the policy or received the policy. And then again, we're tackling debt balances and just discussing strategies to pay off the debt. So that looks like um, asking if, you know, if, is this credit card getting paid off every all the total this month? Um, yes, no. Do we need to change, make some adjustments for that? Yeah. And I think the very first money summit where we had to like populate the spreadsheet with um, the different accounts was an eye opener, yeah. right? Because I realized like, I forgot about some accounts like, oh snap. Yeah. I still, I have that other account and yeah. so on and so forth. But once you set the foundation from that first meeting, you just update, update everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And in our spreadsheet, we talk about the total assets we have, the total liabilities we have, and our net worth. And those are the things that we track um, every every quarter when we update it. But it's not just about the present though, right? It's about our future. Like what are the things that we are actively dreaming about, the things that we want to call in together as, as a couple? Absolutely. So we discuss upcoming uh, major goals, 
major purchases and we even set budgets for things. So recently we set a budget for our family vacation, um, 2023. And so in our most recent money summit, we actually, um, looked and saw how much we actually spent the actuals based on what we set as a budget. So things like that. Um, and I would also say, again, going back, do we need to get an umbrella insurance policy? I just learned what that meant, but that's the thing. So, you know, exploring what that looks like for us. It's also a chance for us to revisit wills and trusts as yeah. needed, um, which I know we need to do. Yeah, update it. Yeah. Um, maybe that could be... Yeah, another yeah. segment, yeah. You know, um, when we're putting our information into this chart, uh, sometimes it's quiet because we need to just, you know, focus on making sure the information is correct. But also we take a second and, like, take a bird's eye view and just see what has changed yeah, over the, the quarters. Yeah. Um, we check and see what might be on autopilot, but we should pay more attention to it. Um, I'm, I don't know the market in the ways Aisha does. And so she helps me think about questions that I might have for my, um, my, uh, financial planner, uh, as it relates to my investments. And, um, we talk about, you know, levels of risk as we, you know, make different investments, but it's, it's a, it's some quiet time of just populating, but it's also a chance to have some conversations and better understand what numbers mean. One of the things I always tell um, clients and organizations I work with is that a budget is a story. Yeah. And I feel like this, the document that we create, this spreadsheet is absolutely a story. So to your point, dreams, um, future goals, and and upcoming expenses and how does that show up and what we're budgeting and what we're saving or not. Yeah. And, you know, the benefits of having a money summit, you know, watching things grow together is like a plant that we're actively watering together. And one of the things that we're going to have to institute um, next is celebrations. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, we, you know, we did a little dance <laughs> uh, after we populated the spreadsheet. But I think we we're we're gonna have to think about like a practice around, you know, um, after like every four quarters after a year, how do we mm-hmm. celebrate the progress from the from the last year? That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I think you know some of that. Um ways that we learned about money in the past, you know, celebration wasn't, for me, it wasn't a part of it either. So, um, yeah, how do we do that in a way that feels good? That's a good point. Yeah. So for us, the money summons, they open the lines of communication between us and it gives us a space to make sure that our financial priorities are aligned and ensure that both of us are on the same page Mm -hmm. with, um, our financial future and that we're proactive about it because shame is often a reason why people aren't forthcoming about, you know, uh, their finances with their partner. And, you know, a lot of, in a, in a lot of relationships, money is a big 
a very big challenge. Being a full-time entrepreneur, um, one of the things, this is like my entrepreneurship journey has been, um, there have been a few chapters. And so I'm in a, probably a third chapter of my entrepreneurship journey. And I knew this time around, I wanted to be real, I wanted to be a steward of my finances and I really wanted to understand um, what that meant. And I wanted to take my business seriously. And so that journey to get to there was a lot of unlearning and, you know, yeah, just like showing up um, for myself and my company. And I knew that I wanted that same kind of energy, that same kind of vibe in my relationship. Um, and this is before we we met, but um, Money Summit for me is kind of an extension of like practice that I want to, that I have instilled in my business. And I wanted to make sure like that that was also in, in my relationship. So that's the thing, just thinking about like the the bumps that come along with being an entrepreneur and how, you know, it's it can be scary sometimes. And, and you know, the ways entrepreneurship, you can be riding a wave at any moment. But still, I wanted to have something be consistent um, related to finances. Um, the other thing I'm thinking about is uh, Ali, my stepson, who uh, we've talked to about the Money Summit as a way to kind of uh, continue to heal, right? Like it, these conversations about money that happen in hushed tones or not at all. And so just, you know, telling Ali that that's something that we do just as information. So it's not something that is foreign to him, especially when he thinks about his life and his family. Um, so that's been really, and he's, you know, his reception of it has been really like curious and like, affirming so that's been cool yeah <laughs> so okay. let, yeah let's let's give some tips on a successful okay. successful money summit like what does that what does kind of look like okay we gave we gave some in the pie we wow gave, yes yeah. we gave some tips throughout but here are four that really stand out um so one interestingly enough celebrate that you and your boo are taking this intentional step towards a more solid foundation um, creating the space for these kinds of conversations can be really powerful and, um, you know, strengthening your connection. Uh, two, set the vibe. Create a comfortable environment to set those goals and be transparent. Um, and you know what that means for you. So you know what's best. And definitely communication is key. We we mentioned throughout about it being a safe space for you and your partner. So it's like no judgment zone. So if you are a partner that's more advanced than your, your significant other, then showing them grace, right? Creating a space where they don't feel like they have to hide anything from you that you can, that you guys are on the same team and they can feel that. Um, so communication, being flexible and willing to, you know, adjust your plan as your life evolves, right? And then put it on the calendar. For us, quarterly is the um, the tempo that works best for us. Um, I've seen videos on social media about annual money summits. I 
for me, I don't think that would would have worked to wait until um, the end of the year to do it. So, you know, you just have to find the right rhythm to see what works for you and your partner. Is it is it monthly? Is it quarterly? It just depends on the goals. Yeah. So um, I think that wraps it up. I think so, too. Um, this is our second episode of We Need a Code Word, and we hope you've enjoyed the discussion, and we hope that some little nugget uh, was of use to you. And we have a worksheet for, you know, again, I love a worksheet. I love a tool. <laughs> we took some of the insights from this conversation and turned it into a worksheet that you can use with your partner as you plan your first money summit. Yep. And, you know, we want to hear from you, right? So tell us your money summit stories, send any questions you have for Jess and I to, we need a code word at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us.